Hi, and welcome to the very first episode of my new podcast called From the Dad Pad. I, um, I decided this might be useful, uh, one, a little therapeutic for me, sharing some stuff, but also as a newly divorced dad, there is a ton of stuff out there for divorced moms, uh, but I, I don't I don't find a lot of of um, of resources about dads, you know, going through the thick of it, and you know, uh, dads kind of get a bad rap. I think. I mean, not not every uh, father in a divorce is an absent father. Uh, you know, I, I I love to cook. I love my three kids beyond life itself. Um, I uh, love spending time with them, you know, and so when when we went through the divorce, it was that was really the only thing I really dug my heels into was that I wanted 50/50 custody, which we got, and you know it wasn't a problem or anything, but but the money, the stuff, it's just stuff. but you know, being able to spend, at least 50% of the time with my three kids, that was, that was what was important to me. That's the, the real treasure. And, uh, and so now we're trying to figure it out. You know, I've always, I've always been a good cook. Uh, now I am the only cook. Uh, and with that comes the responsibility when you have three children of, of trying to get them to eat green things and, Things other than Kraft mac and cheese, uh, cheeseburgers, chicken nuggets, you know, frozen pizza. You know, these are not the things that make a teen or preteen, you know, healthy later in life. And so I work really hard at trying new recipes and things like that. And we'll talk about that maybe on another episode. Um, the other thing that happened in 2019 was I lost my father to cancer. Um, funny, people would come up to me and say, sorry that you lost your father. And in this weird macabre, sick sense of humor that I have, I never said it, but I always wanted to say, no, I know exactly where he is. I didn't lose him. He's on the shelf of my mom's closet in a in, a, in an urn, you know, but... Uh, I I never had the guts to say it because the people who were expressing that to me were offering genuine sympathy and care and 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 that's a wonderful blessing uh, that when someone wants to give you that and so I didn't want to undermine or belittle that uh, that sentiment that they were that they were gifting to me at that time but it, it always makes I think it's an odd expression to lose someone. Because you you don't you don't really lose them, uh, you just lose the ability to make new memories with them. Uh, but you know, don't get me wrong; it was extremely tough uh, saying goodbye to my father, and um, and then for my children, losing their their grandfather, who just you know loved them with every ounce of his being, so proud of his grandkids, and you know. Uh, the, the the kiddos took it hard. And then pretty soon after that, well, the divorce happened. 
And, um, you know, so it's been a rough year. And I, I went and saw the movie Jojo Rabbit this past weekend. And at the end of it, they flashed up a card with a quote on it. It said, let everything happen to you, the beauty and the terror, just keep going. And I don't know, man, that, that quote, you know, sometimes quotes just hit you in the face like a, like a, like a two by four. Well, that did for me. And it, and it made me realize, you know, life has its ups and downs and every Crow, uh, crocheted throw pillow phrase you can think of, all the cliches that are out there. But life is the good and the bad. Let everything happen to you. The beauty and the terror just keep going. And that's what we're doing. My three kids, myself, we just keep going. And Along the way, we look, we look hard sometimes to find that beauty because it's not as hard to find the terror, right? But if you, if you really open your eyes and, and probably metaphorically, it's open your heart to look for that beauty, then you can find it. You can have a moment where you share a little inside joke you, you both see something at the store that catches your eye and have a smile. You know, maybe it was, I took the kids over the week of New Year's. Uh, we live in the, the suburbs of Chicago, which is not uh, the forests and mountains of the Great Smoking Mountain National Park in, uh, in, in, in Tennessee. I took the kids to... Uh, Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And we went on a hike in the woods and my three little suburban kids who always claim to hate camping and hate nature and and just want to be on their phones, um, something really cool happened. I almost said magical. I don't know if it was magical, but it was really cool. They all started uh, down this trail, and it was along a river uh, riverbank, and the trees were tall, and the, uh, the the ground was wet because it had rained the day before. But but the trail wasn't really muddy; it was it was also packed down, and 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 their phones were in their pockets, or if they got it out, it was only to take a picture, and. Uh, and not a not a selfie or a TikTok or a, uh, a gram. It was a <laughs> Instagram or, you know, it was it was to really admire the beauty. And it just as we were, you know, wrapping up the end of 2019 that had been so tough. It it was a nice pause to realize that, hey, look, we just kept going. Everything you know, happened to us. And I'll go into more detail about what that is, you know, at a later time, but it's, um, uh, life's not easy, but if you work at keeping your heart open and I tell the kids all the time in a, a world where you can be anything, be kind and, um, 
you know, I, I, I think they're, they're hearing that. At least I hope they're hearing that. Uh, I didn't come up with that phrase, but I think it's, I think it's perfect. You know, kindness begets kindness. And, uh, and that's what we're kind of going for. Um, one of the, one of the big challenges with being a single dad with three kids. Oh, let me give you their ages up. But basically they're almost 16 year old boy, an almost 14 year old daughter and an almost 11 year old son. We've got birthdays coming up in the next few months. And so everyone will be 16, 14 and 11, but it's boy, girl, boy. Um, and you know, one of the things that's, that's, that's uh, a challenge is just being their chauffeur. Uh, luckily I'm training. Well, I don't know. Luckily it's scary as well, but my oldest is going to be 16. So he's going to be driving soon. So I'm, I'm curious as to how that will change what, uh, the kids call Uber, Uber dad. Um, that's basically their personal chauffeur, AKA me. And, you know, but things like, like tonight, um, uh, you know, I work all day long and, uh, but it's nine degrees, I think right now in Chicago. So the, uh, ability for them to walk home comfortably from school, um, my daughter can because my house is closer to her middle school, but my youngest is in fifth grade and, and it's kind of a hike. If, if, if he walks home, he, he could very well tell his kids someday. Yeah. I had to walk two miles to school, uh, up a hill in the snow. Um, because that, that's, that's kind of what it is. It's a, it's not a flat walk and it's not, uh, um, it's not right around the corner. So I like to pick him up, but that means I've got to, you know, disconnect from work for a little bit. I'm lucky that a home office, um, uh, or I travel, but, uh, but when I'm home and, and I have the kids, uh, I, I pick him up at say three, three thirty ish. And then, uh, then I'll go back to work for a couple hours and about five thirty. I will throw some food in my oldest, um, make sure he gets something to eat for dinner. And then I take him back up to his high school from 5.30 to 7.30 for a, a, a club that he's in that meets um, once a week. And so he's got to eat his dinner in the car. And then I drop him off at 5.30. And then about 20 minutes away from the high school is our church. And that's where my daughter has her weekly confirmation uh, youth group. Uh, they eat dinner there, so I don't have to worry about dinner for her. Uh, but that starts at six. And then, then I have about an hour and a half. And that's when I usually take my youngest and he and I will go somewhere and, and he loves cheeseburgers. So I usually let him pick a cheeseburger place. Really trying to get him not to say McDonald's, but this morning when I dropped him off, he uh, he kind of tipped his cards that I think I'm probably having McDonald's tonight, much to my dislike. But uh, um, but we'll go have a have a cheeseburger, and then I will go back to the high school to pick up 
my oldest son from his club meeting. And then we'll go at 7.30. And then I'll go back to uh, the church and pick up my daughter at 8. And then we'll all get home about 8.20. And at that point, it's time to start uh, start getting everyone, you know, headed towards bed. Not bedtime, but, you know, bedtime snack, baths, PJs, you know, that whole routine. And, you know, there are times where, where I'm like, oh, man, this is such a pain. This is such a pain. Uh, driving everywhere, you know, going back and forth. But then there are times where I realize I've got two more years before my oldest is off to college. I'm not going to see him very often. I've got, um, I get this hour and a half with just my youngest son. Um, and, 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 and that can be really special. And so we talk about, you know, kind of profound things for a, an 11 year old, I'd say. And, you know, if you open your eyes, I guess my point about all this is being Uber dad is a, um, monotonous menial task that just takes the whole evening. But if you open your eyes, there's some beauty in there, you know, and, uh, you know, I'll pick up my daughter and she'll get in the car and tell me all the latest about how so-and-so doesn't like so-and-so and, and, uh, she and -and so-and-so were, were, uh, having fun and -and so-and-so got their feelings hurt or that, you know, all of that juicy 13 year old girl drama that, um, I don't care about the specifics, but I love that she shares it with me. And, uh, that's, that's a big deal to me. And so let everything happen to you. The beauty and the terror just keep going. And that's what I'm doing from the dad pad. Thanks for listening. Hopefully we'll be doing more of these. Let me know what you think. Talk to you soon.